0: Welcome to another episode of The Well-Rounded Wolf with Calvin Riggs, a bi-weekly podcast for those who want to level up in life and become a little bit more well-rounded. We're going to do book reviews, discuss current events, and interview dynamic guests, all with an emphasis on personal development. So if you're serious about moving the needle, you're in the right place. You can learn more about the show and subscribe for updates by visiting thewellroundedwolf.com. You ready? Let's go. Welcome to Episode 1 of the Well-Rounded Wolf Podcast. We've got a great topic for you today, one that can definitely move the needle in all of our lives, if if we do the work. So get ready. We're going to talk about your number one hater today, fear, the imposter syndrome, self-doubt, whatever you want to call it. So I chose this topic for Episode 1 because I think it's important that we look into the mirror. Get our minds right so we can go out there and slay. Because if we don't learn to deal with fear and imposter syndrome properly, it can lead to a lot of frustration and stagnation. And we don't want that. Now, I am certainly not a mental health expert. And if you're having feelings that are abnormal, I encourage you to seek the help of a professional. So let's say you had this idea for a product or service. Maybe it was a start-up business or a side hustle or some ministry, change careers. But whatever it was, almost immediately after you had the idea, that was followed by all these thoughts and ideas of why it would not work. Why do you think that is? Because fear, it's fear holding us back. And what we're going to talk about today is how to combat that. So each time the idea comes up, you run through all the reasons that now isn't the time and you run back to safety. Like really in your mind, you're just running back to safety and you're going to keep doing what you're familiar with, what's comfortable and uh, keeps you, you know, nice and snug in your little box. And, And by the way, the fact that this idea keeps coming up is probably a good sign that that's something you should actually look into. It's probably a passion if it comes up over and over and over. So when we don't act on our ideas, we allow fear to win. And after a while, fear kind of feels like an old, trusted companion. Like we said, it it wants to keep us in that box, but we're going to bust out of that box. In fact, a quote by Les Brown that I ran across while researching this topic kind of sums it up really well. Too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. So we've talked a lot about fear so far, so let's define it. A standard definition of fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Now, what we, let's look Let's take a look at what that might look like in your life. So it's that little voice in your head. Let's, let's think about what it's saying. And there's several different ways that fear might try to shut you down and keep you paralyzed. We're going to go over a few of those so you can identify and conquer. Because remember, uh, God doesn't want us to be fearful but fearless and have faith in him. So let's, let's think about that little voice in our heads. It's going to say things like, it's not the right time. You haven't prepared enough. You're too old, too young, from the wrong side of town. What if it doesn't work? What if they laugh at you? What if they don't like you? You've never managed anyone. Just stay in your current job. And that one's for somebody who maybe you're thinking about going from a a uh, individual contributor role to a supervisor or a manager role, and your mind is like, oh, you've never managed anybody. How in the world are you going to do that? That voice might also say, just keep that idea to yourself. If we're trying to lose some weight. What is that voice going to say? You'll never get this weight off. And by the way, the hot now sign is on at Krispy Kreme. And of course, that voice is going to say, hey, just play it safe. Just do what you've been doing. You know how to do that. You don't know how to do this new stuff. That's what we are telling ourselves, okay? We got enough haters out there to say all this bad stuff and tell us this and that, but fear is kind of tricky because it, it, it makes us say all these things to ourselves and convince ourselves that it's just not going to work. Let me just keep doing the same old, okay? At the outset of the show, we, we went, mentioned the imposter syndrome. Let's define that one, too. It's a little bit different than fear, but kind of rooted in the same type thoughts. So the imposter syndrome is defined as the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. So in the case of imposter syndrome, that's when you're starting to enjoy some success. Things are kind of going your way. But you won't really enjoy it because something in your mind is saying, this is short-lived. They're going to snatch the rug out from under my feet at any moment. They're going to figure me out and send me back to the bottom of the barrel. So your mind is going to say things like, what if they figure out that you don't really have it all together? Or so-and-so speaks so much better than, than I do. Why would anybody listen to me? They have more education and credentials than I do, so I don't deserve this position. And again, imagine saying all this stuff to ourselves. Now, the thing is, those kind of thoughts are never going to go away. This, this whole podcast is about identifying it, seeing it, time it happens, and being able to kind of internalize it and, and compartmentalize those thoughts so we can make it useful, okay? So it's nothing that we're going to be able to just soundly defeat But we're not going to let it defeat us. All right. So does any of this sound familiar to you? It certainly does to me. So let let me tell you about this podcast, in fact. So right now, I'm 49, and this is episode one. I have wanted to start this podcast for at least a decade, maybe a little bit more than that. So why has it taken all this time to get it off the ground? Now, at the same time, I do want to say I I do believe in like, you know, when it's time, it's time. But it doesn't cost a lot to do a podcast. I've always been a person who's researched and read and uh, done a little writing. So most of this, most of the things that I needed were already kind of in place. So there's really no reason for me to have waited an entire decade To get this thing going. But that is what fear will do to you. It will make you hold it off. You know for long periods of time. Hoping that you never do it. So you can just stay safe. And we don't want that. That's That's a no go. Staying safe and not doing anything. Is a no go. So let's get into. How can we deal with these dream killers. How can we deal with imposter syndrome. Fear. Uh, negative self-talk. I think one of the first things we need to do is we need to realize that life is short, right? None of us know when we're going to leave, you know, this earth. So we might as well go for it and live boldly, follow our passions, follow our dreams, follow our calling, step into our, you know, God-given assignments, right? This thing is an assignment. This isn't something that, Really, we're just dreaming up or whatever. If something's placed on your heart and mind and you're doing it for the right reasons, that's an assignment, okay? So we have to follow that. And we're going to talk about some ways that we can make a good, solid assessment. All right. So the first thing that we want to do when we have these thoughts, these fearful thoughts, is we're going to take a good, solid assessment of ourselves and our situation. And I encourage you to write this down. All of the gurus... In almost every avenue of, you know, visualizing things and self-actualization, they all say, write it down. I know there's some wonderful apps out there and some cool things you can do on your phone and your tablet and your laptop and all that. Trust me on this one. Write it down. Pen and paper. Pad. Journal. Write it down. So what are we going to write down? We're going to confront what this fear is telling us, and we're going to list it out. So if you're having that thought that says, "And you're not qualified for this job," okay, we're gonna write. We're gonna list that. What are my qualifications for this new thing? What are my qualifications? What is required to start a new burger restaurant? What is required to start my bakery? What is required to start my blog, my podcast? And we're gonna list that. And we're gonna now we're gonna look at ourselves truthfully and honestly and say, "Okay, do I have these qualifications?" Now, obviously, if I want to be a neurosurgeon, I need to get on that path because I have a few more hoops to jump through than starting my burger joint. But it's all the same because your fear is going to tell you you can't. Who are you to be a neurosurgeon? Who are you to start a burger joint? Okay, so we need to ask ourselves the right questions. Do I have, you know, what it takes in place to do this? Or am I going to have to start working today to put a few more things in place before I can actually... Launch this. Uh, Thoughts like uh, you're you're a background singer, not a lead. Well, ask yourself, am I a lead? Have I, you know, put in the work? How are my lead vocals versus my background vocals? Uh, Ask yourself those questions. Ask others if you need to. Uh, Your content isn't good enough. Address that. Is my content good enough? How much research have I put into it? Uh, your location is the wrong location for at, uh, for starting a new business. Well, size it up. Uh, maybe how many cars pass this location in a given day? Will I be able to handle the rent or the lease? Um, is this the right spot? How many other businesses have been in lo- this location and failed? So, let's put real quantifiable data together so we can make data driven decisions. Whether Rather than just like, yeah, yeah, nah, I'm not going to try it. So we can't bow out like that. Okay. And one of the worst ones, this has already been done. So, yes, let me answer that question for you right now. When your mind says, man, somebody already tried this, absolutely somebody's already tried it. There's very little that's brand new. But what is brand new is your slant on it. Uh, In the case of a podcast, somebody may enjoy this because of my country you know, accent. Somebody may enjoy this because of my real world way of looking at it. Somebody might enjoy the fact that I'm not a clinical psychologist. Um, that might be the thing that draws people in. So by the same token, people are going to like the way you bake your cake or the way you ice the cake or whatever it is that you are starting. So don't worry about being the first. You're not the first who is the first, right? Um, Think Uber and Lyft. I don't know which was first, but one of them was first, and they're both making money and and doing the thing. Okay, C- think cooking shows, home renovation shows. There's a a ton of them. All of those people are making money and have people that follow them for specific reasons. Those those are the same reasons that you are going to have an audience that follows you and a customer base that follows you. So number one, again, was confront what the fear is telling you and rationally list it out and gauge whether or not that those things are true. All right? The next one, who am I? Ask yourself, like, who am I? And that sounds really easy. Like, okay, I'm Calvin Riggs, so check. But no, deeper than that, think about your Upbringing, uh, mentors, parents, guardians, uh, aunts, uncles, grandmas, and all that. Because I think it's real important that we realize that sometimes when we're doing things or we have ideas to do things, it's really about more than just us. Lord knows if you have kids, it's a more it's it's about legacy. But even you could go way back, way down your bloodline, people that did not have the opportunities that you have, um, people that whether it was uh, slavery or indentured servants or whatever you want to call it sharecroppers. you know there's a lot of people that we have learned a lot of lessons from or heard about that that fighting spirit and that you know, hey, we're not going to go down without a fight. All of that is still in us. It is in us, so we are motivated. We are properly motivated to to bring it. so let's 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 not be the generation that fails uh, to bring it and really kind of let that light shine and show who we are, our heritage, our culture, and b- continue building on those legacies. So again, who am I? Who are you? Write that down. Hey, listeners. Thanks for supporting the show. Guess what? Calvin wrote an ebook. The ebook is titled Level Up, Take a Look in the Mirror and is sold on Amazon. Simply search for Level Up by Calvin Riggs. This book is a quick read, very insightful and is perfect for anyone looking for a spark, especially recent graduates. The purchase cost is only $5. You can also find it by going to the wellroundedwolf.com and simply clicking on ebooks. We're receiving great reviews, and I think it will definitely be a blessing to you. Another, what are my intentions? And I think this one is huge because if you can get this one right, like in your heart of hearts, let's say you're going for a new job. And, you know, you're going for that promotion or whatever. If you're trying to get this job out of revenge or you're trying to get it so the next person doesn't get it because you don't like them or let's say you're going for a loan of some sort and you're trying to defraud the bank or the government then guess what it is not going to work it might work in the short term it's not going to work in the long term but if your intentions are pure and your heart is good and you're trying to add to the community you're trying to add to your legacy the right way then i consider that one of the biggest checks on this whole list like hey my intentions were straightforward. There's no trickery and fraud involved in this. I don't have to look over my shoulder and what I'm trying to do. I didn't falsify any credentials. You know, I'm not saying I have a PhD when I only have a, you know, high school diploma or whatever else. Um, so I'm playing it straight. So make sure that you're playing it straight. In fact, let's check out a quote by Rosa Parks on this very thing. Ms. Park said, You must never be fearful about what you are doing when it is right. One more time. You must never be fearful about what you are doing when it is right. All right. And so, vice versa, we should always be fearful about what we're doing when it's wrong. Okay. So that goes both ways. Another big one. Next Have I put in the work? And this ties into one of those that we went through earlier about intentions. All right. So have I put in the work to really investigate what it's going to take, not just because it sounds good and it can make me money, but am I willing to put in the work to take care of a customer base, to market my idea, to do all the research, to look at what what has caused others before me to succeed or fail so I can – you know, make sure I have all the right measures in place before I just jump out there. So we got to work on more than a hunch. Uh, we, we have to be willing to put in the work and ask ourselves the hard questions, the tough questions. How much do I have to save X amount of money? Do I need a, a down payment or like we talked about earlier, any kind of credential or something that's going to go with our idea? Do I have to align myself? Maybe I have an idea that is technical. Maybe I know an, an app in fact, I'll use an example. My wife, she, uh, we get crawfish from from this place in town, and they don't have an app. You can't call, you know, you can't call ahead and place an order. You have to go stand in the line. That's the only way you're gonna get them. That's the only way you're gonna get your order. You go stand in the line. And her thing is, man, they need an app so I could, you know pay online, pick up at a certain time, have them look for my car, bring it out to me. Okay, so she has no interest in the crawfish business, but she does have an interest in efficiency and taking care of customers and being respectful of customers' times. She is also not technical in the way she can't develop an app. But she may have to, if she took that up as a passion, she could align herself with somebody who has a kind of technical acumen Or she could do research on YouTube. Everything's out there on YouTube. And she could get that together. So it's all about putting in the work. And by the way, we eat too much crawfish, so that's on us. Okay. um, Proof of concept. That goes into putting in the work. Like, Is this a thing people want or need? I don't need to go out there and spend a lot of money, and I'm the only one that thinks that I need this app. There needs to be a proof of concept out there. And again, if, if, if even just that term, don't ever let like a single term turn you off. Oh my God, he said proof of concept. What is that? He said market analysis. What is that? Research it. Research it. Um, go out there to YouTube. All of this stuff is out there. None of this is new. These other people that are starting businesses, they're not you know geniuses sitting behind you know some desk and they're all knowing or whatever. They are people. That are, you know, looking to other resources, putting their networks in play, and reaping the benefits. No reason you and I can't do the same thing. Okay, this is probably the biggest one of all. So we we looked at who am I earlier. Check this one out. Whose am I? Hello? Whose am I? So I like to tell myself that I'm on a mission from God. I think this podcast is my mission from God. So let's work back through our list. If my intentions are clear, if I'm doing this thing for the right reasons, and I feel like this is a calling, then I think it's blessed. All right. So I think it's blessed. I think it's going to be successful just based on that. I'm a guy trying to answer a calling. Okay. So... If I'm in alignment with the highest power that the world has ever known. So again, if I'm in alignment with the highest power the world has ever known, how could I lose? Same thing for you. How could you lose? All right. So God wants us to dream big, way bigger than we could ever imagine. Hebrews thirteen six, So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what men shall do to me. Enough said. All right. So on the strength of that, we should expect miracles. I should expect favor and grace to happen. I don't know what your dream is, but once you, you know, kind of embark on it the right way, Hey, you should live in the expectation that God is, is throwing his weight behind this and good stuff is going to happen. I'm going to receive some favor I belong at this table. I deserve a seat at not only this table, but bigger and better tables. I'm going to bless other people. This is for the community. This is for the ancestors. This is for the folks that never had an opportunity. Okay, So this is way bigger than us in many, many, many ways. So in, in a way, the least we can do is, is launch something and, and put in the work and watch it go. And one that might be you might think is kind of simple and it sounds simple, but it's difficult to do. But I've got to make up my mind that I am not one of my haters. Right. I am a supporter. I make up my own mind that I am not one of my haters, meaning I don't join the chorus of what I can't do, what I should have done 12 years ago. It's too late to do this or that. So, I am not one of my haters. I am a supporter. So, I'm Team Calvin, and you should be Team U. Okay? Be Team U. What does Dr. King say about that? Well, he said, Courage is the power of the mind to overcome fear. Courage is the power of the mind to overcome fear. When you go back and look at what you have recorded in your journal based off the list that we have made, what you're going to find is you have some affirmations now. By answering those questions, you have some good, solid affirmations about what your response to fear is going to be, who you are, whose you are, your intentions, and what you have done, and are willing to continue to do, to put in the work, you're going to have some positive affirmations that you can start uh, reciting to yourself on a daily basis. Thinking about through your workday, thinking about when you're dealing with general foolishness on your you know day to day. So you will have created custom, unique affirmations that are tailored for you. But because remember. Fear generally falls into one of three categories, and uh, fear of failure, fear of inadequacy, or fear of uncertainty, and the things you will have listed will kind of be your response to those things. I want to read some affirmations to you, and I got these affirmations from a book called The Fear Guide. This was written by a young lady. Her name is Monique Malcolm, and she has a podcast called Pimp Your Brilliance. I encourage you to Go check it out, especially if you're looking at uh, launching some type of digital product. Her podcast is wonderful. That's Pimp Your Brilliance. But when you finish listening to Monique, come on back over here now, okay, to the well-rounded wolf. All right, I want to share some affirmations that Monique has in in her book. I can do hard things. I do them every day. I have survived 100% of my worst days so far. And I hear Steve Harvey say that a lot. Everything that I want is on the other side of my fear. I love what I'm doing more than I feel the fear. The biggest roadblock between where I am now and where I want to be is fear. The chorus of fear sings to everyone, even Oprah. And lastly, the bills may come. But so will the money. And that's right. The money is on the way. The money, the happiness, the influence, the servant leadership, the being a blessing, it is on the way. We just got to face those fears. All right. So we've been talking a lot of internals so far. We've been talking a lot of, you know, internal, how we think about fear, how we're going to address those voices. We talked about taking out our journal. But let's face it. You got other people out there. So others can contribute to these negative self-thoughts and self-doubt and fear. Number one thing we have to do, we have to accept the fact that people will always have their opinion of us. And oftentimes it will not be positive. You're always going to be too something, too dark, too light, too old, too young, too skinny, too fat, too whatever. You know, the, you know the reason I know that we're always going to be two-something? Take Michael Jordan. Take Kobe Bryant. Take LeBron James and a host of others. Every time you turn on a sports talk show, who's the GOAT? Who's the greatest of all times? And then they pull out the statistics. So-and-so played in X number of finals. So-and-so won only this number. So-and-so did not clutch. So, obviously, a number of these guys were great in their own right, and they had things that they did maybe that the others couldn't do. But people are always weighing, measuring, categorizing them. So if they're doing that to Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan, you know they're going to do it to you and I. And Just in our case, it's like so-and-so, let's say we work on the fry station at a restaurant. Oh, you're not as fast as so-and-so. Let's say we're at work processing tickets. Why is it taking you so long? Timmy would have been done with his tickets an hour ago. If we're counting cash in a cash office or something, you're, here comes the other person. You know, So here's that competition, competition, competition. I want you to resist. We should all resist the natural temptation to compete with other people and compare ourselves to other people. As you're starting your business or launching your idea, It's cool. You can go out there on Instagram and uh, take some inspiration. But if you stay out there too long, you're going to be like, man, this person, what they're doing is just so perfect and so awesome. And have you heard them speak? They are so eloquent and everything is just in place. They don't even have a, a pimple on their face at all. Nah, I better not do anything. Wrong move. Wrong move. You are you, right? You are one of one. Uniquely you. There's always going to be somebody that is smarter, prettier, faster, catches the ball better, shoots the ball better, you know, whatever. That's a given. You put in the work, put in the work, and compete to be the best you that you can be. So beat yesterday. Beat yesterday. Don't try and beat somebody else's yesterday. Beat your yesterday. And I have to remind myself of the same thing all the time. Um, At work, just wherever. Okay? All right, so that about wraps up episode one, okay? So we've talked a lot about fear. I hope you've received some good actionable takeaways that you can put into effect today. If you like the show, I want you to please like, share, subscribe, leave a review. We want to hear from you. What are some best practices that you've used to deal with fear? Do you have ideas on other topics or or types of guest interviews that we can do in the future? We want to hear that. What do you want to see on future episodes? You can contact me by leaving a comment at the website, thewellroundedwolf.com, or email Calvin, C-A-L-V-I-N, Calvin at thewellroundedwolf.com. That being said, I'll see you in two weeks with another fresh episode. I'm out. Peace. And that's it for this week's episode. Thank you all for tuning in. You can learn more about the show and get access to show notes by visiting thewellroundedwolf.com. While you're there, make sure you subscribe for updates. I'll be back in two weeks. And until then, be good to yourself.